0: Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. Every Thursday, your hosts, Dan and Dawn, share with you their experience and insights on kink, power exchange, and erotic life, as well as bring you interviews with exciting people from various lifestyles. Then every Monday, you'll hear from our various guest hosts. These nationally known educators bring a variety of experience to the mics and share with you an ever-increasing diverse world of alternative life. Erotic Awakening is intended for mature audiences. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. Hi, Dawn. Hi, Dan. Do you feel owned? Do I? Yeah, absolutely.
1: Good. Uh, we have a list here of 100 ways to make a slave feel owned. I
0: really and, like this yes. idea. <laughs> and
1: we're going to go through some of them, and I think this will probably do three or four different shows. We'll compile it into some kind of a super big long show at some point, but uh, I am not imagine we'll get through a hundred of them in one sitting. Oh, probably not. But uh, we're going to go through a hundred different ways you can a master or mistress can make a slave or submissive feel owned. Some of them are more of a sexual, some of them are more of a long-term relationship bend, some of those are a mix. Right. We'll talk about our experience with them, if we have any, and mm-hmm. uh, our feelings, or beliefs
0: about them, and that's going to make one hell of a long show. I've actually been looking forward to this one. We were just out and uh, had a chance to go shopping and spend a little bit of money on technical stuff, and I'm like, no, no, let's go home. Do you realize what we just did? <laughs> what did we just
1: do? We walked in and out of the Apple store without spending a penny. <gasps> Oh, I don't think we've ever done that before. we have not. (laughs) Apparently, they're falling behind. Their marketing team must be falling behind. Um, And, of course, uh, we also just came back. um, Before we get into the episode itself, I do want to mention we just saw the new big summer blockbuster movie.
0: We did. It was so cute. (laughs) It was cute. And, of course, we're not
1: talking about the Batman, but instead we're talking about the cat. The
0: Cat in Paris. It was actually... It was an animated movie, and it was actually so cute. So while everybody else was waiting in line to see the bat, we had our own little theater. What did it have? Like 12 leather reclining seats in it? It was like for viewings and Mm -hmm. stuff. And you
1: and I and the other two people got to watch Mm -hmm. a movie and... um, Kick back, relax. Cute little movie. Yep. Loved it. Uh, I do want to mention that... um, the Facebook thing, apparently more popular than I think it is. Mm-hmm. For example, uh and you you say this name better than I do.
0: I know. It's uh it looks like it's Elena ambivalence. So <laughs> I mean that's what it looks that's like. That's a good name. But uh, she's from Germany, so it might be pronounced differently. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I think that's an awesome way to pronounce it personally. Yes. So Elena, Eric, and Ken all liked us on Facebook lately. Mm-hmm. So apparently the thing is popular it seems to be oh you know it's popular don't fake it you're <laughs> you're a the Facebooker. queen of you're a facebook whore. A matter of fact you and i hardly have conversations anymore because you'll say uh, i'll say oh i went jogging today you'll say yeah i know your run keeper told me <laughs> you say oh i was checking out this new peter gabriel album yeah i know spotify told me <laughs>
0: stupid facebook or you'll post something and i have to ask you a question about it because we didn't speak in yes. person yes <laughs> So I do. I like the Facebook. I don't spend as much time on Twitter. So And that surprises me. I would think that I would I would do much on Twitter. But we have had um, Crystal on Twitter. So that she's catching up on our shows after washing her iPod in the washer. <laughs> have you, oh you ever done that? Oh my God, no. I don't think I've ever done that to an MP3 player. The kids have. Oh, yeah. I don't think I have. But I just had a flash of what would happen if my phone, my iPhone went through the washer I I would die
1: (laughs) I had my um and this has nothing to do with power exchange or kink but anyway my uh boss mentioned a couple days ago that his phone died it was like 10 a.m I said oh okay so you're gonna go get it fixed he's like no I'll take care of it tomorrow or something I was like you fucking kidding me You can go 24 hours without your uh, phone. How do you got to stay connected to everything?
0: I remember when my phone screen blacked out one day, and I had to get it fixed right then because I had just seen that, there, that I had like 10 emails before it died. And I'm like, oh my God, I, I need to know what these emails are. I have to get to an Apple store now. I have no GPS. How I <laughs> get to the Apple Store?
1: It was bad. <laughs> Before Big Fatty calls, writes in, and says this is already a train wreck, let's start on our list 100 ways to make you feel owned. I will start. Uh, so, don does this make you feel owned? Uh-huh. Have her uh, or him, have the slave keep a diary of their journal journey into submission. Oh,
0: you had me do that when we first got together, Mm -hmm. and absolutely, absolutely made me feel owned because I was sharing my deepest inner thoughts in a very transparent way with somebody, Mm -hmm. and that, yeah, absolutely made me feel owned, and, um, you know, I got to say right off the bat, too, that I I think that's one of my fetishes. Remember we were talking about the whole fetish list last time? Being owned turns me on, Hmm. so... I mean, obviously, I pick somebody that I could trust, and I pick somebody that pushes me, and mm-hmm. things like that. But I still get off on the whole feeling of being owned. So,
1: the <coughs> journal was awesome. Good. Uh, as a master, I like to have a slave keep a journal. Um, normally, and actually, I kind of like the idea and of keeping two journals. One that's, com- mm-hmm. that's your slave's journal that I can pick up and th- thumb through at any time. Uh, and I did that with Slave Gem. She had a nice little moleskin right. uh, journal uh, that she had a notebook, more of a notebook that I would pick up and thumb through on occasion. Uh, but also a journal and also a private journal, mm-hmm. which you, the command is I will never look at this. And you are not allowed to ever show me anything in this. Right. This is your little private journal. And I think that has um, some benefit as well.
0: I think so too. And mine was red velvet. What? It's still it's on, on the right? bookshelf. Yeah, yeah. It's still on the bookshelf back in the bedroom.
1: Next time we're uh, hurting for a topic, we can pick it up and read through it. Oh, I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs>
1: uh, and then do one from your list.
0: Okay, one from my list. I'm just going to pick one at random. You know what? No, I'm go not. going to go from number Good 1. Gosh. Oh, <laughs> I got in trouble last. Night I know. It's random. Okay, I actually like this one. Have her wear slave bells the constant soft jingling of the bells is soothing and a certain reminder of her submission i like that sometimes i see submissives that mm-hmm. have bells on and i mean i like it just my day collar i like to hear it jingle sure you know so i could imagine having slave bells i think i have a pair somewhere that i've only worn to events a couple of times it's not part of our my wardrobe or anything but uh I would like that yeah. constant reminder, but I think it would drive some people crazy.
1: It would drive me crazy. Yeah. I slice it off the list already because I personally, mm-hmm. and now we've done it for at formal dinners. We've had slave bells ro- ro- worn by all the slaves. As a matter of fact, we had right. them sewn on. Yes. <laughs> uh, but overall, I prefer silence. I prefer quiet. Mm-hmm. I
0: prefer so I, I could see that with you because it's like sometimes you could put like a bell on a cat so you always know where the cat is. Well, you like silent service for the most part. Yeah,
1: I tell you though, the funny thing is, I remember we used to have Elsie Dog. Yeah. And Elsie would, had her collar and leash was very jangly. Uh-huh. And there was a certain sense of... um Serenity knowing that she was moving around and knew where she was. Ooh. Kind of a comfort feeling. Maybe from... to
0: pull out those old so, belly dancing bells and that's a good, see that's what That's an they interesting do. one. Yeah.
1: So if uh, you're listening to the podcast and you haven't an, any experience with wearing bells, you can write us at Dawn and Dan Ooh, at exactly. com. Thank you.
0: <laughs> or contact us on the got comment form on our webpage. Much like Sharon... From South Africa did. That was actually pretty amazing. So can I speak about that for just a second? Yeah, I think that's a good little story. Good little story. So Sharon from South Africa um, commented just today, I think it was, on the comment form. So we get an email when someone um, writes on the comment form. And she actually found our show. She's actually vanilla. Mm -hmm. And she found our show because she researched Fifty Shades of Grey. Right didn't even know there was a world out there like ours. So she listened to our podcast, listened to um, our uh, topic of Fifty Shades of Grey, and um, we had asked during that conversation why our Living MS book didn't do as well as Fifty Shades of Grey. And she said because, in her humble opinion, that it was because our book was too sweet. That there wasn't a lot of meat in it.
1: Mm-hmm. Too much of a textbook is one of the things yeah. that she said.
0: Yeah, so that that there needed to be some more meat. What did we do during our slut right. year? What did we do during, you know, how did I feel? And and my response back to her was to read book two. Yes. <laughs> be a little more meat than she can handle, so.
1: <laughs> yeah, we purposefully, when we wrote Living MS, mm-hmm. kept it focused on the long-term power exchange relationship aspect of Of owning property, owning slaves, being in a power exchange relationship. Mm -hmm. And we held out the sex part, for the most part, to the second book, Sex Stories and Power Exchange. Right. So she picked up Living MS.
0: She probably would have been better, uh, more happy. If she'd have picked up Sex Stories and Power Exchange, which is all the naughty stories. I mean, most of those that are true did happen during slut year, you know? (laughs) So... Yeah, that's the naughty book.
1: <laughs> but that was nice of Sharon to uh, Absolutely. write in.
0: Absolutely. And
1: Sharon should do what Cherry did. Ooh. Cherry, <laughs> Cherry sent me a picture of her boobies. As yes. she heard on, recently on our podcast, I mentioned it was my birthday. Your birthday. People like to send you tentacle pics on your birthday. Mm-hmm. Where's the booby pics for my... Or the food pictures for my birthday. And although I have gotten... Um, boobies with food on them pictures before which is fantastic i've right. not gotten cherry's boobies before <laughs> cherry's boobies are pretty fantastic cool so very nice of her to send those nice let's nice. do another one off the list Ooh. so don does it make you feel owned so the instruction is to instruct her that she may never get herself something to eat and drink in your presence without asking first but well, without asking first if i want something
0: Oh, would that make me feel owned? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I like it when I know the focus needs to be on you. So I get kind of lost when the focus is on me. So if I'm just randomly going in the kitchen and getting something to eat, you know, if you required it of me to ask you first, I absolutely would feel owned. So I kind of like that. Okay. I like some of these things that are <laughs> on here a lot. Um...
1: Yeah, I'll just pass on this one. Okay. I'm not feeling it one way or the other.
0: Okay. So now sometimes I do ask you. Sometimes I ask you if you know, but it's not a requirement. Yeah,
1: I don't know. You're you're you take by default. You're already taking care of me all the time. Hmm. Um. I mean, I can't think of a time you've gone in the kitchen to get yourself a Klondike bar or something without asking me if I'd want something. So it's just such an. It's just such a part of our life now. It's hard for me to say what it'd be like. So I'll just pass. Right.
0: Right. So, and that's the challenge. After, I mean, ooh, next month we'll have been together for thirteen years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that that is some of the challenges. So that's why I'm kind of curious. I'm I'm excited about going through this list just mm-hmm. to just to get some of that stuff. Some of it's already so incorporated sure. that it's just part of who we are. So maybe there'll be some ideas here to use on a on a weekend one for high protocol or something. or around the
1: house. I mean, some mm-hmm. of this is, it, people find some of these are. The intent is these are the 24-7 things. Right. Like wearing a butt plug. Ooh. No, hmm. that's not a 24-7 thing. It's not? No, absolutely not.
0: Oh. <laughs> okay, so here's number two. Um, I don't know that I get this one, though, but okay. When she has broken a rule, talk to her as you punish her and make her speak in detail about why what she did was wrong.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that's pretty... I'm not sure I understand the timing of it Mm -hmm. when you break a rule we discuss it and I make sure you have comprehension of why it's a rule and why I consider it to be problematic that it's broke I don't know that that's Quite the way that they've written to do it, but that's the way we do it. I don't know about talking to them while I punish them or that right kind well, of thing. it also
0: says that she's supposed to make her speak in detail that why what she did was wrong, so sometimes you would do that, but not in detail yeah, you not like, like a, you like short sentences not i don't want wrong. I, it's,
1: I don't need it to the the child like Right. Why did you do that? Why is it wrong?
0: <laughs> you know? Um Now, I get the, this is why you. what you did is wrong. You will not do it again. Was that a yes, sir? Right. <laughs> and then I've been taught to release it. You know, I take responsibility for what I did. And then I don't beat myself up over it anymore. I change the action. Mm-hmm. So... Um, How about this one? Some evenings I will keep you on a
1: leash and take you with me no matter what I... So, a (laughs) hundred... Here's one, a new one. Uh Make your slave rewrite the list of a hundred things a slave should do to be proper English. Some evenings I will take you on a leash and no matter what you do... Even if you do not speak to her or include you in the activity. So I guess it says some evenings keep you on a leash even if we're not together, even if we're not doing something together.
0: Oh, okay. I like that. It's like being in a collar. I find it useless. Yeah?
1: If I'm not there...
0: Yeah, it's true. It's just a reminder that you could be there, a reminder that I'm yours.
1: But that's so that's neat, and that's why this list is neat. Uh huh. Uh, I would not have thought of that, but you said that would make you feel owned.
0: If you went to leave, um, I don't know about for like a whole evening or overnight or something like that, maybe a whole evening, maybe you had a meeting to go to or something, and you pulled me into the bedroom and put on my leather collar Uh and snapped the leash to it because you knew knew I was going to be home all night. And then just kind of draped the leash over my shoulder and said, I want this here when I come back home. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. I, yeah, it does it for me. I don't know why. It's, it's, it's that you're thinking of me and you want me to be thinking of you. And I I don't know that it's really hard to explain. No,
1: no, that makes I, I,
0: Don't I mean, for me, mm-hmm.
1: it's important to recognize that you don't have to explain it. I can see the look in your face that sells me everything I need to know about it. Uh, Before we go on to the next one, I do want to mention something very important. What's that? Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by Adventures in Sexuality, Central Ohio's Kinky Fun Group. Coming up, the third annual AIS Lifestyle Motorcycle Ride on August 11th. You can find out I thought you were going to interject something there You want to get back to the fucking list You can find out more at adventuresinsexuality.org Don't show up writing your schwinn
0: They'll laugh We know That used to be on my bucket list to, be, to, to get a motorcycle license and yeah. to ride a motorcycle. Used to be. Used to be. Okay. I'm finding out I'm a little old. And uh, after that elbow surgery and all that mess with <laughs> the arm and all that type of stuff, uh, um, scooters, probably my speed. <laughs> What's next on your list? Next on my list.
1: Not your bucket list, but the no. <laughs> feeling of list.
0: Make her take her shoes off every day as soon as she enters your house. Sure. We kind of do that anyway.
1: Um, yeah, I don't really, no, i tell you what, would that make you feel owned?
0: If it was an order, yes. But see, that's that's the difference. If it was an order, you will take off your shoes every day when you come into the house.
1: It's neat from a perspective of creating an atmosphere. Mm -hmm. You know, it creates the atmosphere that we're at Master Slave Land, Mm -hmm. not just Joe's apartment.
0: Right. Okay, that was okay. Next. Next. Um, A beautiful, special collar will make any slave joyous. Take the time to select the right one and have her wear it as often as possible. So my collars are very special to me. So Mm -hmm. I've got the daytime collar that I wear all the time, Mm -hmm. which everybody thinks is a Tiffany with the heart on it. But this came out before Tiffany's. (laughs) But um, and I do. I wear it every day. It makes me feel owned. It makes me feel cherished. You know, and, and I really like the way it looks and feels around my neck. Mm-hmm. And even my leather collar that we wear like at events and in the dungeon and, and things like that is very special. There's no other one like it, you know. So it absolutely makes me feel owned.
1: I definitely recommend this one. Um, having that collar, having that symbol that they have with them 24-7. Mm-hmm. Um, all of my slaves or people that are under my care have had collars of some sort Mm -hmm. Um, and with very strict guide both day collars as you mentioned the day collar being something you can wear in public and people won't look at and say whoa a collar right Um, and a more formal collar when you're out to an event something that's Mm -hmm. a little more leathery looking and uh, but with the day collar and having very clear um, orders run you're not allowed to take this off unless I give you permission to take it off that means showers that means uh, airport metal detectors, the whole bit. I'm not a big fan of the locking collars uh, or the um, hexagonal Allen hex, right, Allen wrench type. collars mm-hmm. that you can't take off by yourself. Um, don't mm-hmm. care one way or the other. I like just the idea that I'm telling you wear this jewelry, wear it all the time, never right. take it off. Right. So,
0: love, love, mm.
1: absolutely good to make someone feel owned. Hmm. Um, when appropriate a slave is only to speak when spoken to
0: absolutely feel owned that was our high protocol year so and um as much as i like to talk anymore (laughs) i'm not so good at that anymore so if you give that order it's it's a thought process now where i'm not allowed to speak like if we do a high protocol dinner right you know the whole idea that i can't just Pipe in when I hear the dominance talking and, and I can't speak unless spoken to. Puts me in a headspace that I just absolutely love it.
1: You know, this isn't one that you and I could do 24 7 necessarily, or at least it doesn't reflect the way we like to live. But I love it from a perspective of if you're looking, you know, you maybe you're in a long term relationship and you're just kind of looking for something for the night to give it a little spark, to give it a little reminder that mm-hmm. you're in a power exchange relationship. What a nice tool that would be, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, and I think we'll open the next time we talk about this, talking about how they're all tools.
0: Oh, absolutely. So they set the mood and shift the energy. I mean, I can feel my energy shifted right now. Mm -hmm. So I feel like my tone of voice has shifted a little bit. It's kind of gone deeper into my throat Mm -hmm. and my chest and near my heart chakra and just (sighs) a little tweak and I could probably be in subspace. So. I have a bag of canes. Ooh. Or <laughs> shoes that need polishing. Or shoes... Ooh, boots that need polishing. <laughs> love, love. Okay, next one. Um, have her call you each day at a specified time. No excuses. We don't do that.
1: Mm-mm. What we do do, though, is the very first IM you send me every day is good morning, sir. Yes. And... The reason that's a particularly good one for us is because you worry that, well, what if somebody else is in your de- at your desk or looking mm-hmm. over your shoulder when that pops up? I get to say, that's not your business. That's not your problem. Right. Your order is this. Carry out your order. hmm And um, I do like getting my good morning, sir, every morning because it really, it, it's also a great tool from a perspective. It doesn't matter what space we're in at that moment. It reaffirms our relationship.
0: Yes. I like it. It it sets the tone of the day, you know. So.
1: I think the uh, have somebody call every day. Yeah, that's nice too. Probably more effective for a long distance or a not live-in relationship. Right. Right. So So. the IM thing works good for us. It works fabulous. One more. We've given everybody a lot to think about. So give me one more.
0: Okay. Whenever possible, have her kneel before you and ask to accompany you upon the furniture. So, now it used to be, like during high protocol year and stuff, that I wasn't allowed on the furniture. Right. And I got so used to that, so used to having the pillow and so used to, you know, sitting at your feet, that it actually confused me when you asked me to get on the furniture with you. Mm -hmm. Or if Slave Jim was over, it was her position to be on the floor and I was supposed to sit next to you. I was still seen as first girl, but I had a higher up thingy in the hierarchy. Sure. Sure higher up thingy (laughs) in the hierarchy and that's how you set the tone when she was here and I actually had to get used to that sitting with you on the furniture so and now if I'm like at someone else's house that that does MS protocol I'll usually look at you first like when we went to the high protocol dinner even though it was a workshop first I still asked you if I could sit next to you you know and things like that but uh I don't always ask here at home anymore unless it seems right.
1: Yeah, no, no. At home, I don't hear you ask a lot, nor do I want you to ask a lot at home. And um, this is one of those things where we get to say, you know what? We're both past 45. Mm Mm-hmm. Are you past 45? I know I am. I'm 45. Okay, good, good. So I am a couple days past. Um, yeah, the whole crawling, staying on the floor, not using furniture. Mm Mm-hmm. I'd find it unnecessary for you. Would it make you feel owned? Yes. Yes. So again, we go back to that, right? Mm -hmm. Would it make you feel owned? Yes. Is it something that I would want in my day-to-day life with you? No. Is it something I would want in my day-to-day life with a new slave? Yeah, I could see that because it helps them to get that mental adjustment Mm -hmm. going.
0: Um, So that's interesting. I just had a flash of what you told me the other morning. Didn't I kneel to put your shoes on? Yeah. And you said, next time, can you please not kneel like an old lady? <laughs> yes. No, you got down so slow. You're like, oh, Jesus. It was like 6.30 in the morning. And uh,
1: <laughs> the floor is
0: so far
1: away, for God I say. got up graceful,
0: though. Uh, I got up, get the up graceful. graceful yes. yes. So now I, I make an effort when I go down to <laughs> make sure it's graceful.
1: I'm going to knock one more out just to get rid of it. Yes, sir. Reward her by giving her delicious pleasure.
0: Ooh. What does that mean? But it's not, but it's not, that doesn't make me feel owned. No. That's just a reward her by giving her delicious pleasure. There's a client like bar in the freezer. Go get it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I think I liked how the words sounded together, but yes, then you start thinking about it and it's like, what does that mean? So, hmm.
1: So there is the list of the beginning of the list of 100 things to make your
0: slave feel owned.
1: Part I just see, one.
0: I know, but I just see something that I do. Okay. That's on here that I really do, to do, do. Have her get your daily wardrobe ready for you before work.
1: Very true. Every day. I do
0: that every yeah. day.
1: And uh, that is part of the ownership thing. And that's part of, um, you know... I, I, I kind of like that I have this secret knowledge that, yes, my wife does dress me every day at work, for work.
0: And, and packs your lunch. And I like it. And your gym bag and gives you your vitamins. I like it. It actually um, bothers me when I have to stay in bed in the morning. I had to do that a couple of times last week. Mm-hmm. Once because I was out way too late closing up the office. And uh, the other time I just wasn't feeling good and you made me stay in bed. so. But uh, I like taking care of you in the morning.
1: Good. Oh, by the way. Yes, sir? I didn't go to the gym today. All my gym clothes are still clean. Uh, uh, uh. (laughs) Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by Adventures in Sexuality, Central Ohio's kinky fun group. You can find out more at adventuresinsexuality.org.
0: My turn, but I have to make the print bigger.
1: (laughs) That's why I said old woman.
0: Want to have your product, event, charity, or service as the first thing listeners hear about on our podcast? Make a $10 donation. What a bargain! Oh, sorry. I, <laughs> I just Make a $10 donation to the podcast for a 10-second front bump on our show that reaches listeners from around the world. What, what a bargain. bargain! Contact us at Dan and Dawn at eroticawakening.com.
1: Did you know you could buy the highly acclaimed book, Living MS, or Sex Stories and Power Exchange by Dan and Don directly from them? They can be found on their website, <laughs> eroticawakening.com slash slash books. Any dollar and 20 cents we make from anything sold on the site goes correct directly into the continuing education mission of... Erotic Awakening.
0: See, I rewrote that. And now you're stumbling over it. (laughs) It lost its cadence. So, and much of the music heard on Erotic Awakening is provided by Pocket Universe for music that's been crafted and designed specifically for scenes that can range from sensual to dynamic BDSM. Visit them at www.pocketuniversemusic.com. Bye, Doc. Bye, Dan. Episode 200's coming up! I know, I know. We gotta come up with something special for that one.